guys, welcome back to Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee. Today we have a special, special guest with us, um, Chris Evans. He is running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is his second year. We are super pumped to have him with us. We won't really talk about, you know, what college he went to or anything like that <laughs> for certain reasons, but no, we're excited <laughs> to have you here. Um, thank you so much for joining in. We appreciate it. How's it going? Good. I appreciate y'all having me on. Like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan. I follow the social media. I'll be coming when I see it on my, on my feed, but. <laughs> we're a big fan of you as well so um we're excited for the season and to learn a little bit about you today misty's told me a lot about you already so are you are you excited how's the season going so far how are you feeling um are you excited yeah i'm, I'm really excited the season going good i mean not not the start that we want it but uh you know what i'm saying just we rally the troops and just you know what I mean? Being a young guy, just leaning on the veterans for the, you know what I'm saying, to which way we going and how we about to handle this. So I'm excited. My body's good, healthy, and just ready for the, the next thing. Yeah. How does that prep work for you? Like before the season starts, what are, what are you focused on to get ready for, to make sure your body is ready, you're focused mentally, all of that? Yeah, my – uh. This was actually my first off season coming up, so I kind of had to like figure it out as I went. But um, I spent a little time back at home, like um, running with my high school football team because they we have this strict hard conditioning, like like hell week type of two weeks. And I was like, I feel like I wasn't in, as in shape going into the first year. So if I come back and do what I know for sure is gonna get me in shape, like it's gonna it's gonna be what I need. So I did that. So what was that? Like, what, what what was some, like, crazy fitness stuff that you guys were doing? We did, uh, it's called co-captain, so it was, like, our big conditioning stuff. I didn't really lift weights with them. I was just doing the running stuff. So, like, the first day, like, we did a ladder, like, 10, you run 10, jog back, 20, all the way to 100, and then you get a break, and then you do it all the way back down. And it was, nice. that was, like, the first day, like, and usually at this level, we're not running like that, so I knew, um... You know what I'm saying? If I go back and do that, I should be, you know what I'm saying, in the best shape that I should be. And then once the yeah. season's going, like, you you know what you're getting, getting yourself into, so you just got to stay on your routine. That's the biggest thing. So can you put Misty and I through some some of that training that you had? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Count me out. Count me out. So I, I want to I wanna dive into some personal things I know about you. Let's, um, first and foremost, I love your hair. And I think the first time that I met yes. you, we talked about your hair. So tell everybody about the hair. I already know where it's from, but you, you tell everybody else. Yeah, so when I was um, like sixth grader, um, I, uh, I just, I was a kid who just, I just found my own way. I had glasses, I had this hair, I had braces. And I was just something I did. And then I always used to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then my dad the uh, a house party. And I seen all his prom pictures with like the hair. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, I don't nobody's doing that. Like, let me, let me do it. I'm, I'm gonna just do it. Just to like, I just like, thought it was cool. Especially yeah. Fresh Prince and stuff like that. And just whatever. So I did that. I had it like my whole life, like all the way up until this point. I'm just great. So 
Um, and ba- basketball season in high school, we had to cut it down to make it sure it was a certain height. Like really? you could really, have, yeah. I forgot what the height was and the dreads and anybody <laughs> here. Like you had to be clean shaved. Like that was like we had a, like a, a coach that was like that. That was like he. We're all gonna look the same, sound the same, and if you don't want to do this, then you don't want to be part of the team. So I kept uh-huh. up and down, up and down, and then after I just. Let it go. But once again, the season, I put my helmet on. I just, I really can't, can't control it. I just do it. <laughs> you put it in. <laughs> I know. Does it get in the way when you're, you're playing? <laughs> if I put it on where it'd be like on my forehead. So, so we know that you are a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. You are currently in year two. Um, but uh, I want to, I want to roll it back. I know about your, uh, your college career. Rachel doesn't. I do. I was telling her a little bit about it because I, I think your story is amazing. You and I have talked about this. Um, everything that you went through at Michigan was just incredible. So if you wouldn't mind telling us about your your Michigan years. Yeah. So I went to um, when I got to Michigan, um, I got drafted. I mean, I got not drafted, uh, recruited as a receiver. And um, they put me, they switched me to run. I played a little running back, but they put me in mainly running back when I got there. So yeah. I uh I hit the ground running. I um I broke the record for the most yards by a, a running back in their first game. Like as Incredible. a as an inc- incoming freshman, we was playing Hawaii. So I did that. I was in, I was going up, going up, going up. Um, then I got to my senior year, and uh, I got in trouble for academic integrity. Pretty much was I didn't cite the right source. I didn't cite the source correctly. Pretty much they said it was plagiarism. And I did something like that um, prior, um, early in my career. So it was like, a, you know what I'm saying, you're done after that. So um, I got suspended for a year um, from the school, so I couldn't play football. I didn't get any checks or anything like that. So but I, already, like, I lived in the house with my teammates, and I was like, I didn't want to – I didn't. my mom was like, so you should just come back home, stay stay here, and we'll figure out going to another school. But I said, no, nah, I'm like, I don't want to – I got two little brothers and, like, and a lot like the cities behind me and stuff. So I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. One, I don't want to be that guy to go back home and just, you know what I mean? Like everybody else, like that, that I had growing up, they just come back home. So I right. said, I'm going to stay up in Michigan uh, with my with that teammates. So I had to pay, I had to like do real stuff. Like, and I know it's yeah. not easy, but I like to cook and, and do laundry and stuff like that. Like usually I just put my stuff on the loop. They clean it. They got three meals a day. In the yeah. Pool. Right. No, you had a equipment guys taking care of all of that. So exactly. I knew my I knew my 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 check my my, my uh, scholarship check was gonna drop on this day. Like I knew everything about it. But going into that, I was like, I gotta gotta get on the grind. So um, right. I got connected with um and one of one of my teammates' um, family owns the owns the uh, owns a Mediterranean restaurant. So I was the uh, delivery driver there. Um, and I just made like ten dollars an hour plus tips, and I was delivering to my teammates, yeah. and they like weren't even tipping me either. So I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? But it's you know what I mean it's cool. So I did I did contracting too. Um, after I look back on it, like I can fix like little knickknacky things around my house, around my mom's house, just based off those hard times that I had to do. I was a contractor assistant, so I was like, you need. He need this. I had to go get it for him, or cut this and hold this, or something like that. So, uh, and then I was a um, special teams coach at Ann Arbor Huron. So I did that all day. I did 
I was contracted from about seven to noon, and then I did the uh, delivery from about twelve thirty to about five, and then they practiced at six, six to eight, six to eight, and I just did that constantly. And then, like, I felt like there was times during that time I felt like I had three kids in a, in a family. Like I was like yeah. tired. Like I was, I was I'm, mm-hmm. I'm real tired. Like I, I understand. Like I'm, I'm coming home with like stuff from the contracting things on my, on my jacket and all that stuff. So I'm like, this is, this is real life. Like I'm doing, I gotta make my, do my own laundry, all my, like my tips and all I gotta, all like, it was crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm glad I got to do that. Cause if I didn't go through that, I feel like I wouldn't be, like it's good with my money and my time as I am now, you know what I'm saying? Knowing like yeah. and stuff. So um that's pretty much it. So then I went back in the in the COVID. So I came back this is my year, you know, blah blah. See if I can go to the NFL. They cancel our season because of COVID. And then we end up playing our season, but we only play like two games, three games, four games, something like that. And um they was like, yo, Chris, come back for another year. I was like, man, I got it. I, I just took 18 credits to, to, to graduate. And so I graduated that at the end of that year. And then yeah. the year. And then I said, man, I'm about to go to the NFL. I'm not, I can't keep doing this. I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. So I did that. My, I didn't really have any tape going in. So then I went, I, my, uh, all my teammates that went to the senior bowl, they were like, Hey, if you go to the senior bowl, you'll get drafted. Blah, blah. So, um, down in Dallas training, I'm, getting a flight to go back home to see my family on one of the weekends. And as I'm getting my flight, like literally the director of the senior bowl called me on the phone and was like, you want to play one more game? And I was like, yeah, I'm, let me know when the next flight in. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? So Michigan got my stuff there. I got to play in the game, uh, got to practice all week. So the senior bowl, all 32 teams in this, during COVID, like this is the only bowl game because of COVID. This is the only game that got cleared to be – um, good to be in COVID-19. So I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Shrine Bowl, NFL PA Bowl, all those got can like got canceled. So this was the bowl game. So um I got down there. I got the interview with all 32 teams. Um got to all our practices in front of all the NFL teams. And um I got drafted in the sixth round after that. And then as soon as I got here the first day um, Zach Taylor was like, if you didn't go to the senior bowl, like we would have never knew about you. So Man. I take that as a blessing and every everything that comes my way, I just look at it as just a just a blessing and just just to keep on pushing because I feel like I already won rather no matter what happens next. Like I feel like I already like won. Yeah. I could tell my story and just motivate the next person. Every so, time I oh sorry, what? go ahead. <laughs> Every time I hear that story, I have goosebumps. Like the the amount of adversity and opposition that you faced, and so many people don't understand what that heaviness feels like. How much it again? You're you're up against every single odd, and that that's exactly what adversity is. And 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 some people face it, and and like you said, your mom called said come back home, and, and you said no, I want to stay. I want to figure this out. That's that's the decision that people make that makes the big turn to success. And then there are people that would have just said, you know what, I'm going to come home. It's easier, but you didn't, you didn't, you stayed and it was difficult delivering food to your, to your teammates. Like that's what you did. And, and because of that, like the universe heard you and I'm sorry, I'm a huge believer that everything happens for a reason. And I think you're an incredible athlete. Just FYI. I'm, I'm extremely humbled to know you. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, t- 
talk to us a little bit about, so all of those decisions were going on. You, you weren't able to play football for, for that short time. And same with COVID, like, what was that like for you? How did you stay on top of it with kind of your, your, your meals, your working out, all of that stuff? What did that look like? to you because you're, I mean, you're doing everything now. You've got a job. You also have to, you know, stay fit and focus on that. And you're already, you know, probably thinking like, man, is this worth it? I love this, but like, oh, this is a lot. So like, talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you had to do during that time to like stay on top of it and and make it, you know, into the NFL. Yeah. So I, um, I kept a close relationship with um, the nutritionist at um, Michigan. So uh, I knew with all the stuff going on, I had to like make sure like, of course, like I can't not not do nothing for a whole year and just think I'm about to get back in this. So so what I did was I got with her and she came up with stuff like, so what I was doing was I was like, if I work at a restaurant, like I won't have to pay for food. You know what I'm saying? And if I do pay for food, it's half off or whatever, or I get a meal. So I, I can factor that in that I didn't have to pay use no money to get none of that food. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I pretty much just built a diet around what they cooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what were some of the meals there? So the breakfast she she um had was um a was like a wrap with eggs and bacon in it. Boom. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. And then they have like it's they have this other um restaurant inside of it, which is kind of pretty much a Chipotle, like a but it's a different name. So you got the got your rices, your chickens, your uh, all that, your your cheese, whatever you want to put. So I'll just make a bowl, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Or like they got it's a Mediterranean place, so they got like gyros and and lamb meat and stuff like that. So but whatever was whatever she told me to eat, I pretty much ate. So if I if I stayed on that diet and then pretty much what I did was uh when I went to the practices, um I like they they started the day with lifting weights. Like they didn't have practice, so I'm in there lifting weights with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting mm-hmm. my I'm getting my uh like I'm in there like, yo, let me you on your third set? Oh, I gotta get my third. Yeah, I'm, I'm going put the, you know what I'm, I'm in there trying to because I ain't got no other time. <laughs> yeah. So, Right. This is it. That's it. Yeah. So then they uh they practice. We go out to practice, and then they'll, they'll do they'll do um conditioning after practice. So I got my conditioning. I got my and then I was the um so I ran the scout team. So like if we're playing like a school, I would like watch the film and figure out what plays they run. And then we didn't have a lot of players, so I'm actually the quarterback in that situation. So I'm I'm running around <laughs> getting some of this. So like, <laughs> That's um, awesome. So, so um, I got good. I got a good nutrition plan. Well, uh, a cheap, affordable nutrition plan. Rather, it was good for me or not. Like I had some. It's happening, right? You're getting food in, and that's what counts. <laughs> I get my, I get, to live my get to live my weeks before practice. Run around, you know what I mean? Doing some whatever, and then we're conditioned not to practice. So I did that every day. So I was, I was in small. Like of course I wasn't in the same shape just based off time when I got back, but I was in enough shape to get right back in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, good. Top yeah, right. and and your backup quarterback now, so you know. <laughs> that was funny. Um, talk so, to us a little bit about the draft too. How was that 
feeling like what was going through your mind what emotions right and where were you yes good yeah yeah was that when i uh so i uh once the senior bowl i'm talking to my agent we have have a drive party on the third day so my you like my biggest fear in life was even when i was like in middle school was like having a drive party and like you don't get drafted and then you gotta tell everybody like, you know what I mean? Or they're gonna be supporting, but it's gonna kinda be like a it's gonna sting no matter how you look at it, you know what I'm saying? As a, right. as, a, as an athlete. So I'm doing that. I have a draft party. And I seen some of my other teammates, like they had draft parties the day before and they didn't get drafted that day. So like and it was a lot of people like mm. oh you know, like so heavy. You probably gotta I was wondering, are they gonna have a party the next day or is like how did <laughs> So I'm in there and uh I'm at the Airbnb. I just got my close family. I ain't wanna have everybody there just in case. Like I just right. I, I wanted the people there just to say just in case I had to say, Hey yo, man, it's, you know, man, we're gonna keep working like that. Like I'll be comfortable to do that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. And then we get about the fifth round. The Falcons said they was going to get me. They had two picks in a row. So I'm like, Ooh. sure going to get there. And the, they the, those came past. And once the sixth round started, I took it like I'm stressed out, like whatever. So um, I walk outside and talk to my agent because he was talking about priority free agency just in case I didn't get picked up because you can pick what team you want to go to if you don't get picked up. Um, so I did that. And when I'm on the phone, everybody thought I was on the phone with a team. Oh no, no! It kind of like, like, like I was like, "Hey man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta walk down the street or something." So I got my mom walked down the street, and I was just like, "We was just reminiscing, just like we probably walked maybe a hundred yards down and a hundred yards." But she got some house shoes on. Um, oh, you, you're gonna make me cry! <laughs> you're gonna make me cry. This whole story is like so that's as, good stuff. As we start walking back. I got two phones. One phone is for like my my family and stuff, and the other phone is for like all the coaches in the NFL, like that I've been going back and forth with. I've been talking on this phone, like my agent and stuff. So I get called from a five one three number from my other phone. So I'm like, Yo, what's going on? Like, don't none of the teams got this. I'm almost not about to answer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like. He was like, uh, Chris Evans is Zach Taylor with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, we're about to we're about to put your um about to put the pick in, let you know you're gonna be a Bengal, blah blah. And I was like, ah! I was like, man, I appreciate it, coach, but coach, can you wait like 30 seconds? <laughs> I, literally told, I literally told him, I was like, well, can you wait like 30 seconds? And he's like, Oh, we already put it in. So I was like, all right, thanks. I hung up and I started running. <laughs> my mom got house shoes on so she's like I'm yelling at her telling her to come on I get in I run in I bust the door open and say turn the music off like this is gonna happen so I'm yelling like where my mom at she's coming <gasps> she's then, still in her house shoes somewhere <laughs> when I got uh when my name came on the screen and and that whole situation happened it was just like uh like I, I unlocked a new level in my life. It was like, it just, it was crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff that you went through, it was so worth it in that moment. Yeah. Literally. That's awesome. Amazing. So um, when we, we talk about last year, you know, obviously getting to the Super Bowl, it's year one for you. 
<laughs> it's year one for you and you're with the Cincinnati Bengals and now all of a sudden you are getting through postseason these playoff games so what were you feeling through those moments uh I was just thinking like I mean like as soon as I stepped foot in the door I was like anything after this is like I just this is extra you know what I'm saying like I got already not saying that I, I got <laughs> complacent or anything but like when I got there I'm like man like like I'm here you know what I'm saying this is everybody's dream and go but like once we started playing um of course I was I was shocked like I didn't know what the NFL was blah blah I'm shocked to see different players and doing all this and when we started winning we started you know I started seeing like the morale and everything in the locker room I was like yo this could this could be something crazy for real but like I don't yeah. know it's the NFL it's a business I don't it's my first time so let me not whatever we kept winning and kept winning and kept winning and we get to the Super Bowl and I didn't, it didn't really hit me until we was, like, in the game and, like, The Rock was on the field. He was... You know, <laughs> the said, Rock is right here. <laughs> sometimes I got to, like, look down at my hands and, like, look at my arms and, like, look around and make sure, like, it's real for real. You know what I'm saying? Pinch yourself. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm awake. This is, this is really happening. <laughs> it's crazy. Amazing. I I love it. So, okay, now, so we're past the Super Bowl. We all know what happened there. Now you're in season two. Like, what are what are your goals, your personal goals for this season, just on you? I mean, it's a team, but what, what do you want to see out of this season? Uh, I just want to um, pretty much define my role more and just, you know what I mean, as far as, like, whatever my role is and just – you know what I mean, doing that at a high level. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. That's 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 a lot. A lot of lot of people in the league gotta. You know what I'm saying? You get the the best players on the teams, but then like the once you get under that, like those are guys that all have a role on the team that make the team successful. Especially knowing that that we went to the Super Bowl and everybody, every single person has something to do with something that got us here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just define my role and just perfect it. You know what I'm saying? And just being reliable for my coaches and my teammates to be able to, I mean, trust me in situations. But other than that, like, I just want to do whatever I can to make the team better. Right on. So outside of football, what would you say your favorite sport is? Uh, Basketball. Yeah. (laughs) We talk about basketball. So who, who would you say your NBA crush is? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you look like it's a it's an athlete that you look up to and you think, yeah, that guy, he's the oh, ghost. He's, he's that. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh I look up to LeBron James. I, I always looked up to him when I was little. Um I got to go to his uh King James basketball tournament when I was little. Did you really? Yeah. What? I mean, that's how long that guy's been playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. guy. It's crazy. He's going to end up playing with his son, too, which is going to be. That's what I heard. Nobody's ever going to be able to do the stuff he's doing. No, I got goosebumps thinking about that. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, he just re-signed with the Lakers, like, uh, like a month ago or something. So, yeah. he's there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you Did play you? basketball when you were younger? Yeah, I, I was big in the um, – in the AAU circuits, um, I actually met a couple people down here in Cincinnati. Um, we used to play this team called there was a team called Cincinnati Knights and the Cincinnati Lakers, and we used the Indy Hoosiers, and we always see them in tournaments and stuff like that. So like 
we was talking, I was talking to this guy, he runs the Smith League, and I was like, yeah, man, blah, blah, blah. He was like, you play for Indy Hoosier? I said, you play for the Cincinnati Knights? And it was like, boom, you yeah, know this person, I know that person. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, you had um, a charity basketball game that I, I sadly had to miss. Uh, that was right after, that was right after the season sometime, like a few months after. Yeah. So you have several charities, correct? Yeah, yeah. I got, um, I just, I'm, I'm a big believer in just making the world a better place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how we do that is with the youth and with the community and just bringing them together. So we had a celebrity basketball game with uh, as much people as I knew in this area. I know a lot more people now, but as yeah. much, as many people as I met, knew in the area that, that was dearly, meant dearly to me or was a, would be good to, you know what I mean, connect with other people in some way, somehow, uh, got them in the gym, and then we played a basketball game, and then we added the scores up, um, added whatever the scores up combined, and we just donated to five different charities and um, did stuff like that. So it was, was pretty great. great. I had a good time, and yeah. it was DJ music, all that stuff. It was, it was cool. <laughs> and the kids got to watch it, and it was fun. That's great. I promise if you invite me next year, I won't do a CrossFit competition on the same day. I will. <laughs> I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Like I actually even went and like practiced with my friend, Teresa, who's a basketball coach to like get myself acclimated, reacclimated with basketball and like mm. feel good about it. And then I, I was so sad. I'm so sorry. I couldn't make it, but I promise invite me again and I'll be there and I'll, yeah. I'll do some cool things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to come y'all invited. You know <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I did not play basketball. Um, but I w- I'll come watch for sure. <laughs> She'll surely yeah, yeah. probably. I could probably jump in and 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 play, but uh, but you guys are probably way better than I am. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was no, nah, it was some. You would have seen what I seen. There was some. Was, I'm not gonna say nobody's name, but there was. Uh oh, we can't call them out now. <laughs> she was just trying wherever the ball was. She was just trying to. Be as far away as possible. <laughs> All right, then may, maybe Missy, maybe yeah. you and I need to get we in should, there. We need we're to pretty be athletic, you know. <laughs> we're we're very athletic at the same time. So like, it's like, all right, you don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Let's just figure it out. <laughs> See, that's what I was doing. No, I remember texting you like, "Listen, I don't. Uh, I haven't played basketball since like junior high." And he was like, "No, no, you you won't be you won't be out there that long. It's fine. It's it's all for fun. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all. It's just for charity. It's for fun. Just have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So how how do you spend your off season? Like you again, you just had your first professional season, and then you had an off season. Did you like take any good trips, vacations, like? You're thinking to myself, you know, like, all right, with season one down, I have another season coming. How should I utilize my time the best? Should I take a vacation? Should I do this? Should I visit family? Like how, what was your mentality during the off season? Um, so pretty much what I did was I, uh, when I was back at home training my high school team, I pretty much stayed in Indianapolis from probably Monday through Friday working out, seeing my family and just, you know what I mean, staying up to date on that. And then also, like, my my, so my 707 teams, like my um, like pretty much Little League flag team, they were going to tournaments every weekend. Every Like, they, they play from December all the way to, like, June, you know what I'm saying? So um, I just kind of 
I'm, I'm a firm believer of two birds, one stone. So they played in Chicago. I went, I went to go have a weekend in Chicago, got to watch them play, got to talk, talk to them up went to Memphis one weekend. Never been to Memphis. I don't even know what's in Memphis, but I found out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How was it? I've never been to Memphis either. It was cool. It was really, like real chill. Like it was like, the, cause I feel like it's like the, the South, like in Memphis, but I don't really know. But they say there were signs saying like this is where the South starts and stuff like that. But like there was yeah. really downtown just sitting on the sitting on the um on the like benches like with a speaker and just like like some older older people too. Like they was just listening to the old yeah. schools and he was just dancing or somebody like, doing the on the trumpet or something like that. Like in the like on the on the side of the street like like because their apartment and stuff's right there so it was like huh. yeah so it was just so pure and just like so it was crazy i love memphis so um i'm a huge elvis fan and that's obviously where he's from but like the whole bill street scene um just going to you know where elvis even got his start uh where all the music that inspired him came from in memphis like that whole scene is just beautiful and the food don't don't get me started on the food in memphis. <laughs> I, if I ate a Memphis every day, I'd be the size of my condo. Like there's no escaping it. Memphis, the food, and and obviously there's such a rich history there. I mean, uh, I, I really actually want to go back, but yeah, again, I think Memphis is beautiful. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen the inside parts of it, and I think that they should. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Chris, what music do you like to listen to? Ooh, yeah, tell us about your. Uh, also, what do you? Like? Yeah, do you have like um like a go-to song like before you get out on the field or practice or whatnot that you're like, I have to listen to this or genre of music? Yeah, I listen to this great question. Every um literally when I put my because I'm big on routine, so it's always the same, whatever. So put my clothes on for practice before I put my pads on, put my <laughs> and I play uh I don't know what album it's on, but it's by G Herbo and it's called Intro. And I nice. listen to that. I listen to that and I jump into the weight room. I start my activation before practice. And then I know it's this song. And then I play this song right after um, Cold World by G Herbo. And then boom, that by that time my activation's over. I can put my put my cleats on, my, my shoulder pads, my helmet on, I go out to practice. Every like it's it's like that every day. I love it. So if you if you could share one big tip with uh, any rookie coming into their first season into the NFL, what would that tip be? What's the biggest thing that you learned? Uh, find what works for you. Um, well, I got kind of got two. Find what works for you, and then like get, like be a sponge with the older guys. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the guys that been through it all. Like they they're gonna um, you know what I mean they got the secrets and stuff. You know what I mean little different things that you can get off of them, you know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, the older guys, that's, I mean, that's how I even got connected with Misty, because, like, I knew that they were going to her, so I'm like, if they going to her, I guess, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. did that, and then just find your routine. When you find your routine, like, just stick to it, because you, you're only as good as your routine, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. if you do this, 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 and this, do that, that, and that all the time. Cause I'm, I'm, I I guess I'm, say, I'm superstitious a little bit, but, like, like you are. <laughs> If something's not right or something like I just like, like I can't, like I gotta, it's gotta be this exact way. Or I'm gonna feel something. Like right after the activation, there's we got a basketball court in our um in our thing. I get this specific ball and I shoot. 
I shoot it to kind of give like my superstition, like or whatever. So if I make it, I'd be like, all right, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you miss, do you go again until you make I'll, it? <laughs> only, I only do it again if it bounces back to me because I feel like it's my superstition giving me back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But if I miss yes. it badly, I just I'd be like, oh, like let's let's lock in. We got to lock in. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Do you have a favorite pre-game meal? Is there like a go-to for you, like to give you that extra boost of energy? Like, wh- what are your, what do you do on game day for food? Uh, when we do, um, when we get there on the, the night before, and that's that's the big thing about routine food because we have the same food everywhere. Like, um, pa- there's always a pasta bar, so I always get chicken, steak, broccoli, and then the noodles, and I get the mozzarella and um. What's the other thing that's going on? We like pasta over here. I was saying, it all sounds so good. <laughs> I eat that. I eat that with a with a Gatorade and the water, and and then on our when we play at one o'clock, I just I'm a big breakfast guy, so mm. I, I just eat a big breakfast like at like nine or ten. It just lasts me for the rest of the week. I don't like a lot of food on my stomach. Nice. All right. Are we allowed to ask you who your favorite guy on the team is? Can we ask that, or is that? <laughs> uh, like in terms of what? Like, who's your favorite guy to go to on the team? Period. Like, when you show up to the stadium, the training facility every day, who who's the guy you really wanna you wanna chill with? You wanna talk to? You wanna pick his brain? Like, is there a guy on the team that you do without with or? Uh, I say um, Mike Thomas, the the boy, yeah. always. Well, yeah, because we got two. But. Yeah, I was gonna say Mike T or Michael Thomas, because we have the safety or we have the wide receiver. Like, which one? You're talking <laughs> the safety. You're talking the safety. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I talked to I talked to a lot of them, but like, just him. He's been in the league for I think it's eleventh, eleventh year. So like, yeah. he was a Pro Bowl special teams player. He goes hard every day, and you know what I mean. So he knew what it takes. I mean, as far as my role, where I'm trying to get to, like, that's like the, you know what I mean, feasibly, he's the closest to that. So all, all I got to do is just pick off his brain. And, and also, he, he's a he's our special team captain for a reason. Like, we're in the games and he's he's talking to us. I mean, he and he's the OG at the same time, you know what I'm saying? He is. So, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, he's like, hey, yo, do this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm in year two. So he, he's been a, he's played a lot, a lot of football. So especially the, the first day he got here, he was just, um, he told me his story, his background, was walking out to practice. And then I was like, okay. And then I start, after I started seeing him work and I started seeing him, like, the the atmosphere, he started changing the locker room with, like, some of the older guys that, like, knew him. Like, yes. Because, you know, I'm, I'm new and I see some of the older guys, but, like, I feel like when, like, the older guys see Mike T, because he's an older guy, too, it's kind of like, it was just like, you just one of us. Like, and then I, I got to see that all. Oh, in me format so it was cool i i love that guy personally um i this is my my second year with michael thomas and uh same thing like he comes in and uh i i love picking his brain i want to hear his thoughts he's got he's got so much experience in so many areas of the world like just life period and and he's methodical about everything so it's time well spent for me anytime he has a conversation share with me i'm like all ears what else talk to me He's yeah, great. He got a he has a flag football program, um, like same thing I do. 
and we're gonna schedule some this this uh this next off season so the right teams can play each other. Oh, that will be so amazing. Oh, that's a great idea. Great combo. That's I fun. love it. <laughs> I love it. So what are some guys not on the team, maybe on other teams that either you look up to now or that you did when you were younger or in college um, that you were like, yeah, I want to, I want to be like him or that gave you that motivation to, to keep chugging along and, and, you know, keep motivated. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about like an NFL, like other guys on the team? Anything across the board, any sports athlete. Love it. Um, and, and honestly, anything, it doesn't even have to be an athlete, maybe somebody that you look up to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I look up to a lot of athletes, but then like, especially going through my situation I had, I think, I don't know when it was, but Derrick Rose, after he came back from his surgery and all this, and uh, he had a, uh, he came back, I think he was on the Timberwolves at the time. He came back and he had a like a crazy game, like you know what I'm saying. Of course, like Derrick Rose ain't the same Derrick Rose after the after the injury and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. like when he came back and he um like had a you know what I'm saying a good game, real real good game. Like and the whole arena was happy for him. He started crying and stuff, and I got to see that. And like I felt like like I feel it. Like I feel him. You know what I'm saying? Because he was out battling an injury and stuff like that. He was. You know what I mean? The Derrick Rose before there's never there's like, because a lot of things were on, a lot of scouting reports were on me was um, I didn't play that much my last year because it was in a lot of games and I was suspended the year before so I'm not the same player from two years ago. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like that he had the all the people talking on online or social media like can Derrick Rose like be back to that same person? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that he went back out there and did it. And it was emotional for him. It was like, that was like, it did something for me because like, I, I, I feel him, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. Yeah. Did you feel that way when, when you um, were going through all that stuff, like those voices in the back of your head, like, are you going to come back stronger? Are you like, is that kind of how you were feeling during that time too? You wanted to like prove yourself. You wanted to prove that to, to the rest of the world kind of. Yeah, I, I also ultimately wanted to just prove it to myself at first because mm-hmm. at that point, the whole world, besides, you know what I'm saying, my circle, like, just turned their back on me for real. Like, you know what I mean? It wrote me off. So I didn't really yeah. care what they thought about me for real. Still to this day, I don't care. So um, just, That's awesome. We love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so let me ask you this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so the people in my corner, and I just, I just did that. So, like, when I got drafted and the time that he came back and scored 60 points after that, like, and he was crying, like, I, like that's how I felt when I got drafted. Like, I felt his, his, how he was crying. So, yeah. I love it. So, let me ask you something. When you were delivering food to some of those teammates of yours that weren't even tipping you, when you're just trying to stay there and trying to stay alive so you can get back into school and get back into playing football, where are those guys now? Yes, which is crazy. That's that's. I mean, I looked at that. Uh, one of them is a couple of them don't even play football no more. One, um, actually, two had trans three had transferred like to a different school. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't in the crazy thing. I didn't deliver it to anybody. I actually, like 
was good friends with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not good for me. You just they just on the team and stuff like that. But yeah. like I was so mad sometimes, like when I didn't get tips, like I literally people literally that's why I tip so good. I feel like it was just a as a calling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It is. Yep. Tipping me like fifty cent and like all I'm like, what no. the, what is going no. on? So I always have not okay. I got all coins, so I got like candles, you uh, candles that were done and I pit pennies, dimes, nickels, and quarters, and then I just want to get built up. I just put it all together and go cash it in. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when I did that, like, all that, like, put the, put the fuel in me, like, yeah, it's, it, I'm, I knew I'm, I'm going to have the last laugh at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So That's right. Your, your discipline, your hard work, your consistency. I mean, it, and sometimes it doesn't matter how much of an advantage somebody has, whether it was coming from money or whether it was coming from connections or whatever it is. In the end, hard work and discipline and heart, I, I feel like that's what tops it all. And, and you're full of it. So you deserve it. Appreciate it. You deserve it. So let me ask you this. If you could go back and tell 10-year-old Chris anything, what would that be? Uh, I tell them that whatever all this stuff that you better go through, like you gotta go through it if you gonna if you gonna end up like how I am now. You know what I'm saying? So like all those, just know all those bad signs and all the all those things where it looks like to where I don't know if how this is gonna work out. Uh, just tell that dude all that stuff. Just know it works out at the end of the day. So all that yeah. stuff is just 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 get through it and just don't don't never. You know what I'm saying? Quit on it. So, yeah. So, to to your ten year old self that that doesn't realize how much adversity is ahead, but you have dreams. You know, we all dream at ten years old. So, to the ten year old you that has no idea how much adversity is ahead, you you know now what you have faced, and and we all know we're not done yet. But knowing what you had to go up against, what is your biggest thing to tell everybody out there? And I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're ten. 15, 20, 25, 35, what is your biggest tip uh, for succeeding? My biggest tip for succeeding is... Yeah. Um, That's a tough one. <laughs> I, I use it on... Um, it's like a quote I heard somewhere. But adversity introduces you to yourself. I love that. That's, yeah. that's, what, I, that's what I tell anybody. Adversity introduces you to yourself because... You're going to get put in a situation to where only you can get out of it or or only you have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, I feel like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's an Inky Johnson quote somewhere. I feel like that's something you, you know, I feel I like that's something Inky Johnson said. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that you don't, how, how you're explaining everything, you're, you've learned so much through the struggles that you had. Not once said, Hey, don't do this. Like tell, tell your 10 year old self, don't do this. Don't do that. It's, it's go through the struggles and learn from that. And you're going to come out even better, which I think is amazing. Um, so it just speaks to you and your growth and, and where you are and the success that you've had, and you're going to continue to have, we're excited to see all of that. <laughs> exactly. So, cause like, if I didn't go through that, that year, as far as like financially, I would never actually know like the actual value of like working for a dollar. You know, I did in high school, but that that was right. different. Like right. switching switching lifestyles and knowing the value of a dollar. Like if I didn't go through that, I might go into the NFL and wanted to buy 
chains and it just a whole waste all my money. You know what I'm saying? But I come yeah. up, you know what I mean, I have no money. Like, oh, you here all the time? But that's just, um, I mean, what I went through. So now I'm like, I'm like holding my money or with my financial advisor trying to, you know what I'm saying, invested and you know what I mean, looking at the different things yeah. to, you know I mean, make it work. So I think that's. I think that's the biggest change I've seen in the NFL over even just the last seven, eight years is that, you know, there was a time when rookies, rookies would come into the NFL and just drop money and buy cars and buy all this stuff. And the veterans weren't even there to say, Hey, listen, that's, that's big boy money. You've got to wait, wait till your second contract, like roll off. But now there are so many startup companies and, and my friend included actually started one of these companies that, started teaching rookies how to spend their money and how to invest wisely on that first contract so that if anything happened, God forbid, if anything happened past that first contract, you had invested so wisely those first three, four years, you were safe as kittens. So again, I think this is the, that's been a huge change in the NFL is that there's so many companies now that exist just based off what my friend did that actually come in and teach people how to spend that money while it's there right now in case there's not a second or third contract like you have the ability to invest let us show you how to do that without buying three or four cars and five houses like we want to show you uh, how to make this money work for you for the next four years did you have a company like that or were you just like listening to your financial advisor or yeah so my financial advisor like you know what i mean i'm uh, they're real big on um, like educating us, you know what I'm saying? Or educating yes. us where our money going, the stocks, the bonds, and all this different stuff um, before like, so you can know exactly what we're doing or the terminology, not like, here's my money, yeah. do something with it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like right. what we're doing as well. That's what we did this all, over this office. And I went to New York um, to, to talk to them. Um, that's where they're out of. So like they really would just, most of the time we just sat, we had dinner, we sat down, at the office, and they just educated me on where the where my money was going and what's the what's the best options that they think I should do. And they actually explained it to me, and then kind of you know what I mean said like, listen, here's the, here's the two options. Like, you know, they're both good. You know, I'm not gonna give you a bad option, but they're both good. Like, what do you based off what you know and what I just taught you? What do you wanna? How do you wanna do this? There's no wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, I don't know if you know, but that's my background. So, um, I cheerlead, but also my main job is I'm a financial advisor. So I literally know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and there are a lot of people, not even athletes that just don't know how to, or want to know how to spend their money, save it, be conscientious with all that stuff. So that is amazing that you're that you went through that, you you learned how to do all that stuff and and you were interested in continuing to learn about it. I, I wish they had more classes in college for that stuff or even right. high school. Um, yeah. I think it needs to start way earlier, but um, but that's awesome because to Misty's point, it it wasn't that way years ago. And it's still, I mean, it's moving in that direction, but it's still um, sometimes it's nice to, you know, buy a, buy a nice car and spend some money. (laughs) So that's awesome. So you played basketball, you played football when you were younger. How did you, how did you start off with football? How did you choose to continue to play football? What, um, drove you to stick with it? Oh, well, I, uh, 
just played football my whole life for real. So um, that was my one of my first sports. And um, I was a kindergartner playing with the second grader, so I kind of got pushed on the ground a lot. So that just, just, you know, me put fuel in me and just I kept doing I was always one of the better players on my teams. And um, I just kept kept pushing and kept going. And then it just just turned to something. And then when I stopped playing basketball, that's really when my recruitment started to open up. I started going to camps and going to visits and stuff like that. And, yeah, just opened up a whole bag of opportunities that I had. And it was just... It was meant to be. Love it. So I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. No, I was going to ask NBA stuff, but roll into, I'm going to like end it with an NBA question, but you keep going until you're done. (laughs) Um, What do you like to do for fun? Uh, I like to play the game. I like to, like to chill out. I like to hang out with some of my teammates. Uh, watch TV. I like to chill a lot, especially during the season. Do you have shows or movies, or what? What do you like to do when you're relaxing? I'm a, um, I'm a big documentary guy, so <laughs> I like documentaries and just watching documentaries, just about pretty much any pretty much anything. Um, just kind of know there's always just I like the documentaries where it's like it's something old, but they got like all these old videos of like all this old stuff that happened not old I guess but just you can tell us <laughs> you can tell us a little ancient like a little you know what I mean like the, the easy camp. now <laughs> <laughs> any good ones that you've watched recently uh I watched Woodstock 99 ooh that was a good one though I watched that one I we talked about that I was not aware that so many bad things were happening at that Woodstock. That yeah. that was insane. I didn't I didn't know that stuff. Um, that's kind of when I was like, I ain't really I ain't really enjoy hearing that part. I mean, I, I knew it happened, right. but like, but yeah, that and uh, I, I watched the Manta Teo story. Uh-huh. That was that was crazy, and uh, I watched Malice in the Palace by uh, mm-hmm. I think it was the Pacers and the the Pacers in the the uh, Pistons. Yep. I just, I just any any documentary that pop on there, I download it, and we go on a <laughs> trip. I just, I just. Watch it. So, if you could pick any other team besides the Bengals to play for, cool. who would you love to play for? Whether it's like the team, the players, or a coach, um, what what team would that be? It's a good question. Uh, I'd rather play on the Colts because it's my hometown. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and that stadium, that stadium is phenomenal there. Like it's crazy. It's insane. I got to, I got to play in um, a state championship there in 2014 when I was in high school. So uh, that uh, it would be. It's, that's always like somebody's dream, just to like just play the t- especially if your town got a mm-hmm. football team, just to play there. And, yeah, because at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. So wherever wherever you at, it's, it's, it's business like. So right. it's not, not really about if you if you want to be there. But if at, at the coach, I, I want to be there if I had the choice. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> I love yeah, it. love it. Couple so of fun, fun things. Um, what's your favorite food? Like type of food? Uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, okay. <laughs> With chicken. 
<laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Uh, no, uh, I'm gonna say November, Thanksgiving. Yeah, because of all the food, or because all the food and just family getting together and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. What's the best Christmas gift that you ever got growing up? Um, uh, I got a basketball court when I was 11. What? And okay. I, built it, I built it by myself in the snow. Really? Because uh, I wanted to, I just wanted a basketball court so bad so I could practice on my free throws. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, though. So you love it. And then put like a tire on the back of I think it was like messed up. The backboard was messed up and bent up or it just wasn't right. So I, uh, I put it up and I was out there in the cold just for free throws. Oh, I love it, though. So I I talked about this before. Growing up, tennis was my favorite sport, but I didn't come from a family of athletes and nobody in my family played any sport. So I saved up enough money to go to like a local Kmart and buy a tennis racket. And we had like this really old farmhouse. So I would watch like tennis tournaments all day. Like back in the day for me, it was like Andre Agassi or like even Martina Navratilova. And anyways, I would play off the back of the house for hours on end because again, I didn't, I didn't have a, anybody to play with. I didn't have a right to a tennis court. I didn't know anything about tennis other than what I saw on TV. So I played so much tennis over two summers. I had knocked all the paint off the back of the house. <laughs> My dad literally came out with a bucket of paint two years later and said, you're painting the house. <laughs> you took all the paint off. And I'm like, you should have been playing tennis with me because <laughs> I had to use the house. There was not an opposable player. So no, I get it. Like, I love the whole basketball court thing. That's amazing. First of all, before we completely sign out, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to see where the season goes. And I think we're going to have uh, an incredible year. I really do. Um, but let me go ahead and bring us out. I see Jason pulling up his mic. He's ready for the outro like I'm here. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for being here for another episode of Sports and Ish with Misty B and Rachel Lee. Make sure that you follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate and review us. That truly is the most important thing you can do for us right now. So you can also find us on YouTube. You can watch all of our episodes there. You can also subscribe, rate and review us there. If you have any questions, comments, shout outs, just let us know we're here. Have a great week.